What's up, friends? It's E. Welcome to Midweek Rise Up. I pray that you're seeing God move and work in your life as you give gratitude and praise for the day that you're in. There's a lot to unpack today with the word for this week, so let's jump right into the good news. The word for this week is promise. What a weighted word. Think about it. How often do you actually use that word throughout your day? Promise. It's actually really cool when you break down the word. In the Greek translation of the Bible, promise is pronounced epigeia. When you break that down, epi emphasizes the verbal action of the word promise. And geia means to tell or declare. So literally this means to tell at or upon and is originally referred to an announcement or a declaration. You'll see this in the book of Acts. I believe it's Acts 23, 21 where you'll see this. So in other words, the first sense of the word promise is that of a declaration to actually do something which came to be associated with the implication of an obligation to carry out what is stated, which is, as you know, the ultimate meaning of a promise. It's important also to note here that a promise is a noun and also a verb. It's an action. In scripture, God's promises are irrevocable. There are also numerous examples in the Old Testament of God's promises through covenant relationship. I mean, look at Noah, There's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, the list goes on. When it comes to the New Testament, there is a grounding of God's promises in Christ, as Jesus Christ has the right to make promises on God's behalf. And it's also important to note that there are particular promises of God in Christ that are divine and irrevocable. And these are the gift of the Holy Spirit, the fullness of life and eternal life, resurrection, the forgiveness of sins, the presence of God, the peace of God, joy in God, and the knowledge of God. God's promises must be received by faith and perseverance. There are numerous verses in the Bible that touch on God's promises, but one in particular that I want you to carry with you this week is Hebrews 13.5, where God says, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. This verse to me is literally like God giving me a big hug. It makes me so grateful that we have a promise keeper because this promise contains the sum and substance of all the promises. The gracious presence of our God is with you. And the second part of this verse, never will I forsake you, is God reminding us that man can do nothing against God, can do nothing against him. And God can make all that men do against his people, us, to turn to our good. Another really cool point about all this is that there are so many promises from God's word to you. Promises of love, promises of salvation, guidance, and peace. He specifically promises to be with you always and to help you when you're going through the highs of life and when you're going through the lowest points of life because you're dealing with a faithful God, a God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and his promises bring strength, courage, and hope. But let's get real for a minute. All of this I know sounds amazing and heartwarming and soul-filling, but in life, there are so many times where we second-guess our promise maker, not intentionally, But I feel like more often than not, it's out of fear. Like, how do we know God really will keep his promise this time? Or how do we really know that he will be with us through this darkest valley that we're walking through? Well, my response to that is, 
look back on your life and see how many times that God always came through. Always. Look at his actions. Look how he has never failed you. He's never left you and he never will. And sometimes when it feels like he's not there, he actually was there all along when you look back on on everything. And hindsight's always 2020. But he doesn't just talk. He acts. He doesn't just say. He shows. And he doesn't just promise. He proves. And we can learn a lot from that. God will do what he says he will do. And remember those promises are delivered on his time schedule, not ours, on his. So if you're sitting there like, yeah, this is great. I know God promised me X, Y, and Z, but it's been how many years, how many months, how many days? Well, keep your heart drenched in prayer because if God is making you wait, humbly accept that waiting period and be grateful for that and be prepared to receive more than you asked and prayed for because God will always give his best to those who leave the choice to him. But what about our promises to not only God, but but to each other? Think about the promises that you make throughout your day. When a promise is kept, it's an amazing feeling. When it's broken, it's absolutely devastating. And we wonder why we have trust issues because we walk around throwing this weighted word around as if it's just confetti. So going back to our anchored verse for this week, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. There are three points I want us to mark down with this verse. So grab a pen and paper. Okay, our first point. There is comfort and also discomfort in promises. There's times where God literally stirs us out of some of the most comfortable situations. And this is to push us, to stretch us, cause us to actually use our faith and put it into action. As humans, we hate change. When we're comfortable, we want to stay comfortable. There's nothing that we dislike more than change and being placed in an uncontrollable situation. But God's doing something with that. You have to see the other side of this. God loves you way too much to just leave you the way you are. So that's our first point. The second point, your word is your bond. Promises can be made with great intentions. Look, there are so many times I find myself saying yes to things. And then when the time actually comes to act on that promise, I'm like, oh, do I have to? I made this promise at like 8.30 a.m. when I was caffeinated and excited and had a lot of things going and my to-do list was flowing and now it's like 7 p.m. and I just want to stay at home and be a homebody. But no, sometimes you literally have to pull through that. And what I've come to find is that 100% of the time, I look back on those moments and I'm like, gosh, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I pushed through that because I have come to realize sometimes the things I don't want to do the most are the things that God needs me to pull through on. So have the good character to keep the promises you make. I know it's not easy, but really work on that. And do not make promises that you don't intend to keep. Keep your heart postured in a way that is authentic and real. And if you know you can't deliver on your word, then why even waste it? Words are so powerful, like I've said before in other episodes. God created the world with words. As life breaks and molds us to be more like Christ, really remember the importance of your covenant with others, with your friends, with your family, with yourself, and with God. Because his promises and covenants are ones that you can build upon. So why not make yours the same? And the third point, third and final point, boundaries. I know that's a fun word to implement into your day-to-day life, boundaries. You might have heard the Bible verse from Proverbs, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Yeah, 
that's real. It is totally real and I've experienced it firsthand and I'm sure many of you have too. And you might say, okay, E, I keep my promises with others, but I'm so tired of getting my hopes up for other people to keep their promises with me, the person who said that they would stay, but the minute that they have the chance to leave, they do. The person who promises to help you with your career and it turns out to be smoke and mirrors, shout out to everyone who experiences this in the modeling and acting industry in LA and New York, total real life, Been there, done that, right there with you guys. So if I can offer any words of advice, please remember who the person is on the other side of that promise. A human. A broken human. Do not put them on a pedestal so that you're hurt by your own expectations. Boundaries are so important. I'm not saying don't trust that person. I'm not saying don't walk around being a skeptic looking at everyone as if they're going to backstab you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't trust words, trust actions. I cannot stress that enough. Not everyone has the same heart as you, the same intentions as you. So straighten up, take a deep breath, and remember that all of your promises are yes and amen. So in closing, here's the secret with all of this. Keep sacred the promises you make and the bonds you create so that when you say I promise, someone knows that without a shadow of a doubt, when you use that word, You are using it not just as a noun, but more importantly, as a verb. And I really want to challenge you guys to hold true to your promises this week. Challenge yourself to be in a position of accountability and really just dig deep and hold on firmly to the hope that you profess, that we profess when it comes to promises, because we can trust God to keep his promise. And before we close here, I want to make a promise from me to all of you. But before I do that, I'll start off with what I cannot promise you. I cannot promise to fix your problems. I can't. I can't fix people. That's why we have a savior. But what I can promise as a friend, a sister in Christ, another human going through this crazy life alongside you, what I can promise is that whatever you are going through, whatever your problems are, you won't have to face them alone. And it even says in Romans 8, 28, God promises to make something good out of the storms that bring devastation to your life. And what else can I promise you? That you're loved. You're so incredibly loved. So much so that God gave his only son for you. Let that settle in for a minute. So lean on God. Trust in his promises to you. Go be a light today. Don't allow your emotions and feelings to fluctuate with the success or failures of promises made by other people. But instead, rest easy in the fact that God can restore what is broken and can change it into something absolutely amazing. All you need is faith. You guys are loved. Go rise up. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that these words encouraged and challenged you and postured your heart for the rest of the week ahead. For all of those who continue to support us and subscribe to the podcast and even leave a review, thank you so much. It means the absolute world. Feel free to share this episode with your friends, family, or on social media. And in the review section, let us know how we can be praying for you. For more information on Proclaim and Lead Ministry, our Bible in 365, as well as the Falkirk Center, please click the links below. We're so grateful to have you join us right here every Wednesday on Midweek Rise Up.